Chapter 25 Down the hill and to the bank she ran. Topper was waiting with a rowboat and ferried her out to the rattlesnake. She climbed aboard and felt like she was home. The crew was busy about the deck and tackle. Sam Ketcher was calling orders. Somewhere in the tops, men were singing. And from the cabin came the angry growls of Jack Wagon. She ducked through the hatchway and found him laid in the bed with a thick, bloody bandage on his leg. Something didn't look quite right about it, and it wasn't until Topper's comment that he wouldn't be the same came back to her that she realized what the problem was. He was missing his left leg from the shin down. Her jaw fell open, and she thought she would be sick. One of the men that had joined them from the justice was arguing with Jack, trying to convince him to stay in bed. Bloody hell, Button! What are you gawking at? growled Jack. Tell this bugger to leave me be. I'm fine. Never use that leg much anyway. Finn couldn't help but smile. The leg had to be hurting like the devil, but somehow it didn't surprise her that Jack didn't care. The man trying to keep Jack in bed turned to look at her for advice. She shook her head. Let him alone. He learns the hard way. The man shrugged and walked out the door. Jack swung himself around and sat up with a wince. Heard from Topper about what happened. Damn shame about Tan. Might miss him more than my bloomin' leg. He wrinkled up his face and reached down to touch his stump. Some bugger got lucky with his musket. Blowed the thing clean off. Wouldn't mind so much, but he took off running after he seen I wasn't happy about it, and there wasn't no way for me to chase after him. Last I seen, he was swimming downriver towards Savannah. Finn didn't blame him. Me and the boys had us a talk while you was dallying ashore. The whole lot of them seen you give the captain his due. And of course, no one thinks worse of you for the doing. But seeing how we're all pirates now, the boys seem to think we ought to go about things like proper pirates, which means having a captain for the ship. So like any good pirate ship, the man what killed the captain gets the job. So, Captain Button, take us to sea. I believe I'd like to take a little nap. Without another word, he laid back and passed out. Finn wasn't sure exactly what had happened. It sounded like he had just told her she was the captain. A clear mistake, probably brought on by delirium from the pain. She left him to rest and walked back out on deck. Captain on deck! shouted Topper from the helm. The crew turned and cheered. Captain on deck! they shouted. Finn flushed red and hurried over to Topper. How many times do I have to tell you to stop that? she chided him. At least a few more, Captain, he said with a grin. She gave him a sharp look. It's official now. The crew voted on it. Fair earned or not, you got the reputation, Finn, and the whole crew seen you give Creech his comeuppance. Finn rolled her eyes. Stop fighting it. His boys will follow you, and you got me and Jack to help you out when you need it. He winked at her. So what's our course, Captain? She didn't deserve it. She didn't have the slightest idea how to be Captain, but Topper was right. It was a gift, and she should use it. Just as she had embraced Betsy, she made up her mind and took what was offered. Flame of the West, they said. Terror of the British trade. So be it. Until she could return home in peace and give herself to Peter with no fear or regret, she would take up war, piracy, and whatever else she must. South, to the open sea, said Finn. Then wherever the wind wills, we can bury Tan and the others at sunset. Topper nodded and called out the order. The sails unfurled and the rattlesnake groaned to life. The crew sent up a cheer. Defane, Finn called. He presented himself with a measured bow. Oui. Take whatever men you need and precede us in the monarch. We'll need her to run the blockade. Aye, aye, 
Mon Capitain. He clicked his heels once, then turned and assembled a crew. The knowledge that he had known Creech didn't garner him any trust in her eyes. She intended to have answers out of him. But right now the crew needed open sea, room to breathe, time to bury the dead. Answers would have to wait. The rattlesnake and the monarch pulled away, and the sounds of British muskets filled the air. Here and there, along the treetops, pillars of smoke rose like tombstones, marking each homestead raised in the British passing. As they rounded the bend of the river, Finn could see flames through the trees. Ebenezer was burning. <laughs>